Welcome to another episode of the Talking Blues podcast. My name is Josh and I am joined by my friend and co-host Alex. We are here to discuss the final match day of the group stage of the UEFA Champions League in this 2022-2023 Champions League season. Now that was a long intro. Uh, And yeah, once again, it is the two of us. Um, You know, it's really funny because Alex, you know how, you know, when I would not be here for be on my little hiatuses off the episodes because you record when I can't record. Um, we're now pulling that, you know, little stunt with Peter. Um, as this is now, I think, the third time running it back between the two of us and no Peter Insight. So the last time Peter's been on the episode uh, was in the beginning of October and now it's November. So it has been about a month. Uh, you know, will Peter ever return? We'll have to wait and see, I guess. But <laughs> the big mystery. Let- it will it will in fact be a mystery but last time we were here was about a week ago alex in october still uh when chelsea got the win against salzburg in their pretty good time uh during these later stages of the match days of the uefa champions league we don't talk about uh you know the beginning parts um (laughs) Excuse me, I coughed a little bit there. Um, because those beginning parts led to the end of Thomas Tuchel's career at Chelsea. But anyway, anyway, uh, yes, there was not an episode this weekend, even though we said there would be. Uh, no, we did not expect to lose 4-1 to Brighton. So I don't know if that changed anyone else's mind, but um, that definitely changed ours. Uh, <laughs> I think it was a mixture of not wanting to hop on the mics with uh, you know, our busy weekends in general, as we did say on the podcast, we are like seniors in high school. So got a lot going on. Luckily, though, Alex and I did submit our college app. So we check that box. Um, obviously, schoolwork doesn't change, but we are heading towards the winter. So my uh, I do not play any sports over the winter. So that is a good thing when it comes to more podcasts. So hopefully I'll have more free time from not doing college apps and not playing a sport. So hopefully that increases the episodes. Uh, so something to look forward to once my sport ends in the next couple of weeks. But anyway, Alex, all right, let's talk about it now. Uh, the Chelsea's 2-1 victory against Dynamo Zagreb, getting revenge on them. Um, and also the youngsters kind of shining through a little bit in this one as you know, Chelsea were already secured top of the group. They were able to kind of start in some newbies. Uh, you can not newbies. Obviously, they've been playing football all their lives, but playing, uh, you know, for the first time um, on the first team, getting the start. I'm sure Alex will allude to it uh, in a little bit. But yeah, it was really the Chelsea youngsters today um, that took over uh, and, and shined in their debuts. Alex, go ahead. How are you feeling? Yeah, it was certainly a good day for Chelsea. Uh, Started off a little bit rough with that early goal for Zagreb, but certainly ended nicely uh, with a goal from Zakaria, uh, his debut for the club uh, on loan. I believe it is from Juventus right now. He has a buy option as well, so hopefully uh, he gets another chance. But it it was weird. We've had him for now since the end of the window um, in early, you know, late August, early September, Um, and he has not played a game for Chelsea yet. Uh, He's not started a game or he's not actually played for Chelsea yet. And obviously that started under Thomas Tuchel. Thomas Tuchel was let go. And then Zakaria still didn't get any starts um, under Potter until now. And it was good to see him. He scored the goal. Obviously, uh, I guess that's like going to be the big thing that everyone's going to talk about in the media. But overall, his performance was quite good. I kind of understand um, why Potter and Tuchel have not 
played him yet. He does seem a little bit kind of behind the pace uh, a little bit at times, almost kind of like Kai Havertz, um, where he just kind of seems like he's playing in his own game and not at the pace of whatever game he's in. Um, But obviously Kai Havertz has started, you know, probably like 80 games for Chelsea. So that hasn't changed for him. So I guess uh, it hasn't been an issue for him. So maybe not an issue for Zakaria, but he's almost like, he feels so slow and methodical um, how he plays. It's almost like he's in his own world. Um, but he definitely won the ball back numerous times. He was solid all around. And I thought it was a pretty impressive, you know, debut for him, obviously scoring the goal as well. And he was great defensively. Chelsea had been really lacking that defensive midfielder. Um, to be honest, even today, he played more in like an eight role uh, rather than a six. And I think that might have to be something that adjusts a little bit because Chelsea just haven't had a true defensive midfielder now since Nemanja Matic, really. Uh, maybe Bakayoko, but like he didn't turn out so well. Um, and even I wouldn't categorize him really in that same way. I think Matic is the last guy we've had who's really been able to fill that role. And Golo Kante is he's such a special player. It's not that he you can't just put him in that role uh, and kind of downgrade him to that type of player almost. It kind of degrades his value. Um, but yeah, I think Zacharia, he, he's got long legs, his ability to win the ball back. Um, his big strides, I think that's incredibly valuable. I think overall, he just fit into this Chelsea team well. You saw when he scored that the players kind of came around and gave him a big hug, uh, which was big, you know, which was really fun. Um, and it seemed like he was, you know, kind of fitting in well, which I think is always a positive thing. And we'll see how he does uh, going forward. I obviously came out a little bit with that leg injury, but apparently he is fine. So that is good. Um, but certainly a promising performance from him in terms of the defense. Um, I thought, you know, they went to a four in the back, uh, which I think was the right move. Now we've got another injury I'll talk about in a second, but I thought overall the back four is playing really well. And then, like I was saying, uh, you know, two seconds ago, we got another injury and that being Ben Shilwell, he limped off with a hamstring injury in the dying moments of the game. And it looks like a pretty nasty one, uh, and probably will sideline him for a few weeks could possibly miss the World Cup. He was in tears when coming off the field. So it, it was really, really sad for him because uh, he was probably going to start at left back for England. And it's just, you know, another disaster. It feels like 2021, 2022 all over again uh, with the Reese James going down first. Uh, and there, or it would, last time it was Ben Chilwell going down first and then Reese James went down. Uh, and this time it's kind of the reverse and both of them uh, with long-term injuries. Uh, hopefully Ben Chil will recover soon. Mark Kukurea is going to have to step in. He's been dealing with an illness, so hopefully he's going to be okay. But um, Ben Chilwell, big loss, uh, was was probably the most creative player for Chelsea today. So really, really unfortunate there. Um, and, you know, Potter didn't have any timetable yet. They're going to have to do more tests before we know more. Um, in terms of the midfield, I thought Mount played well. He won the man of the match today uh, for whatever's that wor- whatever that's worth. Excuse me. Uh, And I thought Kai Havertz had an excellent game, especially in that number 10 role where we've been asking, pleading for him to play. Uh, He really shined uh, transitioning the ball from defense to attack. And then Sterling uh, scored the goal, uh, the first goal as well, a nice left-footed finish into the bottom corner. And then Aubameyang, I thought, uh, kind of was a little bit, uh, kind of a disappearing act almost for him uh, at certain times in the game. And then coming off the bench, Thiago Silva came on, Loftus-Cheek came on. Uh, for the injured Zachariah, Broja came on, Gallagher came on, uh, Gallagher bringing a lot of energy, uh, and then Christian Pulisic as well. Overall, I think this was a very good performance from Chelsea. 
Um, it solidified their place at the top of the group. I was a bit surprised that Potter didn't end up going with a younger team, maybe bring in some more academy kids, but he decided to go with, I guess, a slightly more experienced lineup. Zachary, obviously, with his Chelsea debut, like Josh mentioned, but I think this certainly is, um, you know, it was more experienced than I thought would thought it would be. And I think this is good, though. It kind of brings some momentum going into a tough match against Arsenal at the weekend. Alex, I mean, going to your earlier point, Reese James is, I, I don't know, is he still projected to not play during the World Cup for England? I mean, it looks like it. It's going to yeah. be really close. Uh, it'll be, you know, we'll have to wait and see whether or not he's going to actually get on the roster or uh, on the 55-man squad. Uh, well, he's on the 55-man squad. We're not sure if he's going to make the final cut, though, uh, depending on what his injury looks like getting closer to the World Cup. Yeah, the timetable is so, so shady is what I meant to say. Um, you know, coming towards the end of November, it's just really scary stuff. Um, and just unfortunate, obviously. You know, I have my Reese James kit, uh, favorite player on Chelsea, obviously, as I'm sure he is for many Chelsea fans. I don't know for you, Alex. I, I think he is for you as well. Um, I love all Chelsea players equally. <laughs> oh, don't even pull that. No, I love um, Reese James. Love him. So yeah, it's it really sucks for him, and then now just another guy going down. <laughs> yeah, I mean Chelsea's gone through a lot, um, and I, would I could I say it's still early in the season? Yeah, I, I wouldn't even say we're halfway through yet, right? I mean we're coming up on January, um, we're in November. Um, yeah, we're it's in still November. early. Still early. <laughs> it's so early, but I'm saying they've already gone through so much adversity already. Yeah, uh, you know, getting rid of Thomas Tuchel, um, bringing in a new manager, having players, you know, talk with that new manager, bringing in these new signings, having a bombing the thing with Lukaku, uh, and it's like you, you think about it, and it's like, wow, this has happened all within the last what six months, Alex. Um, you know, br- yeah, bringing in a new striker, bringing in Koulibaly. Bringing in a new owner. <laughs> bring, uh, bringing in a new owner. That also happened within the last six months. So it's really all um, a, a lot. And now you have Graham Potter. He, he's going to have to kind of figure it out. I mean, which is what he's done since he's... And he hasn't done that bad of a job. Coming in during the season and just being told you're the new manager of the club is a big, big deal. And it's hard to do. And I would say he's handled it pretty well. Yes, I know the loss to Brighton doesn't look good right now. And no loss to Brighton makes it, you know, looks good, especially when it's a three-goal loss. But it is what it is now. You have to move on, right? So looking at things... um, He's just going to have to make adjustments, and he's what he's it's it's what he's done so far since he's um, you know become the Chelsea manager. And I guess we just have to see. We just have to see you know what it's going to entail. Um, luckily, although it doesn't seem like our hopes are high in the Premier League, we still have the Champions League, uh, and Chelsea's going to the knockout stage. That's obvious. So you know you have that to look forward to. And kind of talking about Chelsea's group. Um, and how the standings ended up, we knew that Chelsea were going to finish top of the league anyway. Uh, but this is what it looks like in Group E. So, um, so top of the group, Chelsea in first with 13 points, while Milan finished second with 10. Uh, Red Bull Salzburg finished in third with sixth. And Dynamo Zagreb finished in fourth with four points. Um, so obviously moving on there is Chelsea, Milan, and Salzburg, right? Isn't it top three? Salzburg to the Europa League, yeah. That's what I meant, yes. They're moving on, just not in the in the Champions League. Yeah, so good, good for Salzburg. I know they were actually tough. I believe we lost to them initially, right? 
Uh, so that was kind of like the the funny game. Um, but, you know, certainly a tough group, I think tougher than people imagined. Um, you know, some key surprises elsewhere. Uh, PSG ended up finishing second. Juventus to the Europa League only got three points in their group. Uh, Man City obviously going through. I'm just kind of scrolling through. Barcelona will be heading to the Europa League. Uh, they fall behind Bayern and Inter in their group. Atletico Madrid completely eliminated. They don't even get to Europa League status. Uh, Club Bruges, Porto, and Leverkusen beating them out. And Ajax as well uh, got beat out by Napoli. And Liverpool, Napoli topping that group there. So uh, some fun, um, I guess, groups there. Every single Premier League team that was in uh, actually ended up advancing. Uh, and all three, all uh, three out of the four, all except for Liverpool, finished top of their groups. Um, there in the Champions League. I guess um, one more thing I wanted to talk about. Uh, this was actually a really, really sad <laughs> tweet. Um, it was kind of uh, quoting Fabrizio Romano about how Thomas Tuchel is just completely shocked here. I'm going to find the tweet now. Um, but this kind of brought a tear to my eye uh, when I was reading it. Uh, Thomas Tuchel, obviously the manager that was sacked uh, for you know anyone living under a rock, but it was just so sad um, how Fabrizio Romano tweet, uh, tweeted and phrased it. He's a t- he said, excuse me, Thomas Tuchel is suffering with this situation. He wanted to continue. He wanted to fight for his players, to fight for his club. He wasn't expected to be fired at that point of the season. He's still suffering. Um, I don't know. It's just so sad. Um, you know, obviously, Graham Potter's here. We're going to give him our full support, but it's really, really tough. And I think Tuchel was kind of done dirty, man. Uh, and I think it's really, really sad. And when I read that, uh, it kind of brought a tear to my eye. I like texted it right away to Josh and Peter. And I was like, oh my God, this is so sad and heartbreaking. Um, and it, it's it's just awful, man. Uh, hopefully he finds success. Just wanted to bring that out there, um, you know, to make sure we still remember the manager who took us uh, to the Champions League final and won uh, with, you know, huge odds against us. So that's just kind of how I wanted to wrap up the episode. Um, Josh, I think that's pretty much it. Yeah, I'm sure Thomas Tuchel, although he is suffering, Alex, uh, mentally maybe, physically I'm sure he's living in that mansion in India for some odd reason. Um, the man has aborted uh, England overall. He's even aborted his uh, home country of Germany and just decided, you know what, F it, we're hey, going to whatever. India. Hey, he can do whatever he wants, man. Let I'm sure relax. he is <laughs> right now sitting by a pool looking over the pyramids, Alex, and just drinking some alcoholic beverage the pyramids what are we in egypt oh shoot yeah well he's the, probably looking at the taj mahal i was gonna say the taj mahal right after i realized that the pyramids was egypt maybe he went to egypt after he was in india maybe, maybe he went to egypt you know what so, sort Honestly, of close he's, sort he's going of every, he's going everywhere you know he's going everywhere he's making the worldly trip i don't know how i just got those two mixed up but whatever it's late at night alex we're past 10 o'clock here two very ancient sites <laughs> Very, very different ancient sites, but um, yes. Okay, Chelsea have a match on the weekend, and boy, is it a big one, uh, especially for us personally with one of our best friends being an Arsenal fan, and yes, they're top of the Prem. We've heard it enough. Arsenal sit right now in first with 31 points. Not after points. this weekend. <laughs> uh, don't even, Alex, you can't even make that comment. Oh my God, I, this is going to suck. Okay. Sunday, November 6th, bright and early at 7 a.m. for us in the Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. for all of you watching the UK. 
Chelsea, who sit now sixth in the Premier League out of the top five with 21 points, play Arsenal, who's first in the Premier League with 31 points in the last five. Arsenal with four wins and one draw. Chelsea in the last five with one loss, two draws, two wins. And boy, do they need this one. How much would this turn um, turn the locker room upside down uh, if Chelsea is able to beat a number one team in the Prem and knock that team out of that number one spot? I mean, it would have to be an Arsenal loss and a Man City victory that would take Arsenal out of the top uh, the number one spot that would be, I think, really great um, for the Chelsea dressing room. You know, get them hyped up, get them some energy, um, especially after they got this win uh, during the midweek. Okay, so with that being said, hopefully uh, you'll hear us after that one. If it's another four-one loss, which we hope it's not, then maybe you won't hear us. <laughs> but um, hopefully it is not that. Uh, but Chelsea do have matches coming up and they're important ones after that Sunday match against Arsenal. We have that EFL cup third round against Man City. Uh, those, uh, you know, that team that is in fact placed second in the Premier League that I just touched on that's next Wednesday. Um, so exciting matches for Chelsea coming up against some arch rivals. Anyway, Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Talking Blues podcast. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to my voice right now. Rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. You can also um, follow us on Twitter at Talking Blues Pod. Alex on Twitter at Anorian23. I'm on Twitter at JoshSolo29. And I think I got everything. Um, if you weren't listening, you didn't hear me, which I, I hope you were listening. But, you know, if I talk too fast, that's all good. Um, well, it's not that all good, but whatever. It's in the podcast notes, okay? You could check out all the things I was talking about. Thank you so much for listening to this episode again. I'm going to wrap it up now. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Go Blues. Peace. <laughs>